And we're back. Hey everyone, I'm Gabrielle. And I'm Dan. And welcome to another episode of Millenniating. <laughs> Uh, so today, I thought we would talk about dating as millennials, whoop, whoop. and what the dating world is, sort of, now for our generation. For men, as many of you know, it's awful. <laughs> I mean, in some cases, <laughs> it's, it's complicated. It's complicated. As Facebook relationship statuses would say. <laughs> It's, millennials have a complicated relationship with dating. It's true, though. It's very true. Partially because the, I think that there's more uh, access to dating potential now. Like, it's easier to meet new people. Yeah. But it's also, uh, we, we live in this, like, 24-7 uh, bombardment of media so, like, our ideas of what we want and what we actually do in real life usually don't don't always line up, I think. I think that's one of the really interesting things about our generation is almost every topic that we talk about when it comes to our generation of millennials in specific, technology is going to play a huge part in why it's so different for us. Right. Because our entire generation went through the changes you know what i mean like mm -hmm. the generation before us grew up and then things changed in their adulthood the generation after us had all of it at instant access but we were that middle ground where we've seen it all go so sure our so i feel like our concepts of dating and what a lot of us want are either still similar to the past generation or like or are like the next generation where they're just like YOLO, they want to do what they want, live free, blah, 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 et cetera, et cetera. Um, you know, people, the more people want to date around and, you know, not commit and focus on careers and put all those kinds of things aside because they want to live life, which is totally fine. I mean, that was the hippie generation too, right? The In the 70s, there was the whole free love movement where you didn't have to anchor yourself to a relationship. True, but they didn't and... have, but they didn't have these social media platforms. No, they were just social. <laughs> they were just social. And I they, feel like that's significantly more acceptable. They did everything they could to be in a group of people. Right. They went out and they physically met people and interacted with them in a way. And that's yeah. like, it's like fun to each their own. You know what I mean? But like, you, you can't even... You can't even talk, like, you can't talk to a person online the way you can face-to-face -face where it's, like, you know what they're saying is mostly genuine based on facial expression, body language, and, oh, like, yeah. the level of interest. You know, you can fake everything online. Um, so let's just start and get some of the facts out of the way. Mm -hmm. uh, according to Tinder, <laughs> and I, I, I don't know if all of our listeners know what Tinder is, but I'm going to assume that you at least have an idea that you know it's a dating app. It is. Um, so basically with Tinder, what you do is you go on and you write your profile and then you swipe faces of people pretty much. Yeah. Um, and you have the option to click on a picture and it will take you to their profile so you can read about the person, whatever they put out there. Um, but you also don't have to click on that picture. You can just swipe it based on the first picture you see. Um, if both of you swipe each other to the right, as indicating you're interested, um, you match. And once you match, you can 
send messages. Mm -hmm. um, Tinder, according to their website, has 2 billion views per day in 190 plus countries. Damn. Uh, they boast a million dates per week and 30 billion plus total matches. That number, <laughs> those numbers are staggeringly different though. They are. There you go. 30 billion plus matches, 1 million dates per week. That is really different. So, it would take, uh, let me think of my billion to millions. <laughs> so it's, what, 3,000? A difference of 3,000 there, right? 30 billion to 1 million? 3,000? I can't do math in my head, man. Oh, man. I'm going to have to type out all these zeros. 30. That. I'm, I'm typing on my computer now. <laughs> <laughs> Divided by 1 million. You just take away six zeros. Right? Yeah. 30,000. Okay. 30,000. So there's a difference of 30,000, which means it would take 30,000 weeks for everybody that has matched to go on a date. And that's just Tinder. I know that um, sites like eHarmony and Match.com, a couple of those have had a little bit more success than Tinder. And they've been around a lot longer. Right, and Tinder's definitely more geared towards, again, our generation's desire to meet everyone and anyone all the time and instant connection versus doing like a survey and building a profile so they get matched with somebody who might yeah. actually be compatible with you as a person. Well, I think this is going to go into our millennial generation having experienced the very beginning of dating sites mm -hmm. um, and the evolution to the swipe culture that we have now. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think just because I picked Tinder because it is the most popular and well-known one right now. Yeah, but the um, weird thing about Tinder is you can get banned from it, right? And they won't tell you why. I feel like that's every website. I got banned from Neopets and they won't tell me why. <laughs> I mean, I used to play on that all the time and then I went to recover my password and they were like, nine years ago when you weren't playing, there was fraudulent activity on this account. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, who, who signed in and... Messed all my Neopets up. Oh my all I wanted to do was play Mirka Chase and <laughs> and NeoQuest. Oh my god. I'm not making a whole new account for that. I'm an adult. <laughs> um, what are the other biggest difference between our generation and the generation before us when it came to dating is the median age of marriage has risen dramatically. According to the New York Times, in 1970, the average age of men to marry was 23, and for women it was 20.8. Today, or well, 2017 was when the survey was done, the marriage age for men has, ris has risen to 29.5, and, and women 27.4. I know people older than that that are still living at home. Yeah, I oh mean, yeah, I absolutely. That has to have such a huge thing to do with it. Like no one's no one wants to get married if they can't support themselves. That's actually what that's a lot of what this article says. It says, you know, like now a lot of men and women both want to stabilize their careers before getting married and that yeah. pushes age back a lot. 
um, a lot of us are in extreme debt and are afraid to jump into like full-blown adulthood as fear of not being able to afford it. Which and if I think, you get married, you take on someone else's debt. I mean, right. Then you're both in it together. Bye-bye credit score. Right. And while that can be a good thing in some cases, it can also be very harmful in others, yeah. you know, and it's, it's definitely fishy. Yeah. Fishy. Um, fishy, 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 fishy. So swimming pool. What? What? <laughs> a fishy, fishy, a fishy pool. A fishy pool. Plentyoffish.com. Good. <laughs> Another dating website <laughs> that is as much of a joke as it's ever been. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um. um so yeah, but a, a dating has changed a lot. Like a lot. Not even just like how you get the dates, but like what the concept of a date is yeah and like declaring being official and not is all very oh. different i mean what when you went on a date or two with somebody mm -hmm. in the past that was dating right? right you went on dates with them and you were planning on going on more right and then i guess in our parents' eras, probably, they had, what, going steady? Yeah, they would ask each other to go steady. So if you were steadily dating... <laughs> then you were in a relationship. You were going steady. You were going I mean, steady. that just means, going like, steady. the dates are good, and you're, you're planning on keeping it going. And then eventually, you are official, and your boyfriend-girlfriend, or boyfriend-boyfriend, girlfriend-girlfriend, whatever right. it is, uh, you have your significant other, um... And then, you know, there's the eventually proposal and then marriage. Yeah. And then divorce was... and then <laughs> <laughs> ugly fallout. And then there was the, you had to like schedule phone calls with each other and you, made, you had to make sure that the line was free at the time they said they were going to call. And, you know, if you missed their call, it was like, you know, or, bad. Uh, or when we were younger, you would instant message. Instant message them. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, you but you know, like, I feel like it used to be like, you know, your standard first date was dinner or yeah. like, or, or even like some town event, like a lot of, you know, like the local movies or like a, uh, can we talk about how awful of an idea movies are as a date? I feel like they were better at a, when, when the times when I feel like a movie date was significantly better when you were going to drive in theaters and you right. were in the privacy of your own car and you could discuss the movie and you know, or ignore it completely. Or ignore I it completely, mean, right. I think that was the idea, was you would go and sit in your car, and you would have an excuse to be in your car with someone for <laughs> an hour. So clearly, I'm the more prudish one <laughs> of the two of us, I mean, because I, I'm thinking was, about the actual, like, sweetness end of it, you know what I mean? Like, it was like makeout point, <laughs> you, but you didn't want to go to the shady makeout point. I personally like watching movies when I go <laughs> to the movies, okay? Yes, but if you want to watch a movie... You don't go with someone that you're trying to learn more about. That Not as a first date. No. no. Absolutely not. Maybe, yeah, maybe as a future date and then you can, like, go out and have, like, dessert after the movie. And, yeah, as you said, talk about the movie and right. things like that. It can become a like, discussion I point. feel like a meal is just, like, the perfect A meal is standard date. because your date should last longer than... A meal period like right <laughs> like if you start it before dinner then you're getting dinner together right like dinner like, and a walk or right you know i don't and, know and if you're going out after dinner 
and you're active and doing things like walking or talking or whatever, you're going to want a snack, so you're going to get dessert. Like, right. Like, if your date is shorter than it takes for you to get hungry, mm-hmm. it's not a date. <laughs> Yikes. It's a hangout. It's a hangout. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I think that's a huge misconception that some of our generation had to deal with for a bit. You know what I mean? Because a lot of guys, at least when I was in high school, you know, some of them would just start being like, hey, you want to hang out? And then depending on when they asked you and how they asked you and who's all going, you were like, is this a... We... Oh, there's always that question. Is this a date? Right. Is that's this a like, date? Is it a hangout? How hang? many right. movies is that the theme of? Right. And... And there are people who still do that at oh, yeah. our age, like late 20s. To I each think it's other. probably happening more now because... Uh, I hate that part of dating. Yeah, the the what is this right. hangout and like, you know, we've hung out five times. <laughs> Just us. Still hanging out? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that's... So... Okay. So I'm out of the dating game right now. Well, you are... Your past dates. I'm I'm past the game. I'm past the dating game. You're past the initial dating game. You're at the official (laughs) official boyfriend girlfriend part, but you still I I feel like dating is something that keeps happening. Like you still have to one hundred percent should keep happening. Which is another thing that I think a lot of people don't think about. Right. Dating's part of a relationship. You have dates where you that you reserve for someone else and you spend your time with them. Right. You reserve your time for them and it goes and it becomes it becomes a night or an afternoon or an event about your relationship and doing something together, no matter what the reasoning behind it is. And um that's something that a lot of significant others just kinda like forget about I don't want to say men because there are definitely women out there who are not the most creative or are the ones that not aren't putting the effort forth in the relationship you know Mm -hmm. the stereotype is oh he never takes me out but it's it's true you know it's Mm -hmm. it's true of significant others as a whole you know and there are if you are not putting forth that effort then I think your significant other has every right to be like why aren't we doing anything you know Um, so I figure for history, let's, I mean, I, without getting too, I mean, it has to be personal, right? It's dating. Yeah. Let's, <laughs> let's go through our conception of what the history has been of like, for me, I'm, I'm going to focus on like my experiences with internet dating because, um, I think from my perspective, I'm coming from the perspective of someone that came out of the closet in, like, eighth grade. Right. Not, like, to every single person, but that was basically when I was like, I'm going to try dating men. Right. And um, internet dating wasn't a thing when you are in high school, right? It is now, but... I'm, I'm sure, but it's not supposed to be. <laughs> no, it's I not mean, supposed you're, to be. I mean, you're supposed to be 18... Oh my on every site and hopefully that's enforced because it would be very weird if it wasn't Mm -hmm. um so but at the time i mean we you had to meet someone in school right work. you know not that many people come out until after high school from our generation yeah this new generation gen z uh they they seem to be hitting that mark earlier and earlier um, but I'm sure there's still a lot of them that 
after they graduate high school and go to college and like realize things about themselves will have that experience mm-hmm. um but yeah so so my first few dates were just like people that I was introduced to through other friends mm-hmm. or it was other friends that came out later mm-hmm. um and I feel like for gay people, the dating pool is like, you know, it's small. So you try and make things work. Right. And yeah, it's not always the the best, like, you know, practice because you're both right. just like, what's going on? Yeah. Um, but then after high school, some of the dating sites started to become more popular. Uh-huh. Um, and that was when there were the the paid ones like eHarmony, mm-hmm. Match.com, uh what Christian Mingle. <laughs> there are so many now, they're really uh, what's the Jewish one? J no J Date, I think. <laughs> I think it is. Um so those you had to like pay for, so you know, no college student is really gonna pay gonna money pay for money yeah, money no. To go on dates. Um, but then there were the free ones and there were some that totally sucked. I mean hands down plenty of fish <laughs> i i can't even ex- explain why it sucked it was just like nobody was really on it and if they were it didn't like match you with people well it was just like these here's people, another fish <laughs> yeah these people like say that they're in your area because you had to type in your own location and there here's one blurry two megapixel picture <laughs> and it was just like okay whatever but then there was okay cupid which is still going strong, I think. Um, and the fun thing about OkCupid is they have user-created questions. Okay. And when you answer the questions, you put your answer in, and then you put in what answers you find acceptable in a date. Mm-hmm. And then you basically choose whether that's going to be like, you can choose to answer a question privately mm-hmm. or publicly. Um, so privately, the point of that would basically be if I answered it, I could see if someone else answered it publicly, it would show me if they answered and something I found acceptable. So it would kind of log your what you're looking for. Okay. Um, if you answer it publicly, then when people view your profile, they can go to your questions and kind of just scroll through and see your answers. Some of them, um, well, all of them gave you an option to explain yourself to. Interesting. So some people, and I know I did this for some of them, would like answer something and be like, but to clarify, this is really what I mean. Right. Um, so it was kind of like creating your about me profile, but you had prompts. It wasn't just like, list things about yourself. Yeah, Go. which some people need. I, I have a very hard time describing myself to people. Yeah. As I should. I am. A complex human being. I am a complex human being. I'm like, just listen to my podcast. I can't explain <laughs> this in, in 180 characters. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, um... Oh, boy. I've had some dating experiences. Did um, you ever... What was your first, like, online dating experience? <laughs> so, my first Tinder date 
Um, was your first online thing Tinder? Yeah, my first, okay. my only online thing was Tinder, too. Yeah. Um, aside for, like, people reaching out to me on Instagram or whatever. But yeah. the one, the only one that I really used at all was Tinder, and I used it for a very short stretch of time. And I went on two Tinder dates. Mm-hmm. And the first one, he was super nice. He, we went mini golfing, and it was good. And, but I just didn't, like feel the click or whatever you know I just wasn't I wasn't really interested so that didn't work out and then um the second one was wonderful I actually had an amazing time and if I had felt something we probably would have had a really good relationship but I didn't that like that spark was missing conversation never stopped the whole date like it flowed and we had fun but there still just wasn't that click you know granted mm-hmm. it was pretty it was after a breakup you know so i was kind of like numb to it all and i told him that honestly before we went out on the date right but um yeah no i didn't really i was also a really late bloomer though in like all aspects of my life but <laughs> but like i didn't have my first kiss till i was in junior year of high school um which is late for a lot of people um and i wasn't really in a rush for it I also didn't really so I I didn't get to experience like a normal a quote-unquote normal high school dating experience because I never dated anybody in my high school I was never asked out at high school you know like nobody I went to school with I didn't go to formal with people and all that um junior year I started working at Sesame Place and that was when like a couple co-workers had asked me out and like I started hanging out with one and stuff like that but yeah, I didn't really, I got into the gay, dating game, like, really late. Um, <laughs> not I mean, aggressively. Well, I have one. Oh. I mean, yeah, I guess I did go on some dates. I dated, I started dating in ninth grade was my first kiss and mm-hmm. first real, I guess, date. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I dated a little bit. In like, what was it, 11th grade, junior year, mm-hmm. probably. And then I don't think I really went on a date until I was like 21. What's the longest relationship you've had? Eight months. And that was 21. I, and that was my first uh, online meetup. Oh, okay. And that was from OkCupid. Okay. Um, so we had matched and talked for like probably two weeks we were messaging here and there Mm -hmm. um and then he was in philly and i was in westchester so i was like well i have plans to go to philly for my birthday Mm -hmm. so i'll come down early and we can like meet before um and so we did (laughs) and then he joined my plans and like i even met my friends and oh that's awesome though and yeah what was that that lasted for a good eight months, um, and yeah, that was, I mean, that was probably the best experiences I've had with online dating, mm-hmm. and I think part of it is, like, I didn't wait very long right. to, like, go from online to in-person. Mm-hmm. It was like, yeah, we messaged here and there, but really, we were only talking a little bit before it was like, let's actually go on a date. Okay. Let's get food, and then talk and see what happens Mm -hmm. um 
And yeah, I mean, that also with OkCupid, because you have people answering questions and things like that, Mm -hmm. there was less of a chance that someone on there was a robot, (laughs) (laughs) which totally happens. Totally happens. I'll get into a little bit later, but like, uh, yeah, there's the half of the, the dating process now is vetting if the person is real. Or catfish. <laughs> right. Are they a real person? Are their pictures really them? Um, and if they are, are they a criminal? <laughs> like, and that's... Three important things to know. Right. And that's very tough to figure out when the most most people are willing to message is, hey. <laughs> Man, I think my favorite thing about Tinder was the most interesting people in pickup lines. I oh, got. you get pickup lines because you're a girl. Man, I met the, I talked to some of the most interesting people. Yeah, see, that's Tinder. why I go on the Tinder Reddit page. Because <laughs> that's all people that are, like, kind of on there ironically. And it's like, they either have gotten the worst pickup lines or they've used them. <laughs> I mean, I have friends that use the worst pickup lines. And I, like, call them out on it. But they... They think it's fun. So. I had the uh, I had a couple different guys. They like sent gifts as their pickup line, as yeah. like reactions to my profile or whatever. Those were cute. Those were usually well picked and yeah, that can... made me laugh. Hey, I w- if someone tried to get my attention with a gif, like mm-hmm. power to you. That's much better than hey sup. Hey sup. That is the worst. Like that's saying I want to talk to you but you start the conversation right yeah like, oh I oh I got a knock knock joke but you start it like no <laughs> you want to say something say it the hey is just like it's basically swiping right a second time yeah. like on tinder you swipe right they swipe right you get the notification that you match and then they say hey which is basically saying now that we matched do you really want to talk yeah and then if you say hey back, it comes off as totally disinterested. <laughs> you can't yeah. double hey someone. <laughs> like, so it's, it's, uh, I hate it. It is, it is like the coward's way out. Honestly, that's one of the things that I hate the most about the dating game is just like, like, like exactly what you said where it's like people, it's like the honesty of just like just start the conversation or don't. Right. Um. That that's one of my biggest problems with dating. It's like that tiptoe or or saying hey is like saying fine. You know, like oh I'm fine. Like yeah, like you didn't tell me anything. How are right. you? Fine. Okay. Bye. Right. And like if I think something's wrong and I'm asking you, it's because I want to open that communication channel. So please don't brush me off by saying no, everything's fine. You know right. what I mean? And even I do the same thing. It was one of the nice things about when Kevin and I started dating um, on our first date, <laughs> um, on our very first, like, official date, because we'd known each other for a while before we started dating, um, I was like, so here's the deal. I'm crazy, and I'm a mess of a person, and you're you're either okay with that or you aren't. Like, I'm at a point in my life where I'm not going to change mm-hmm. you know like my uh, this is who I am this is how I am and you're either okay with that or you're not and I am not playing this game I'm not playing this oh that first date went really well is he gonna text me or call me is he gonna wait that three-day rule that some people still use and stuff like that I think at the end of our first date I, w- I said I was like you don't have to wait please don't wait three days 
Oh, yeah. Because I'm not about that, you know? Like, it was to a point at our age, we're way too old for those games. We're not even old. But I would yeah. rather somebody just be, like, upfront with me about everything than... Or if, like, if you wait three days, have it be because you were actually busy. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. I totally get, like, you're an adult, like, mm -hmm. you have things going on. Mm -hmm. Cool. Right. The, like, three-day just to wait three days... No, no, that's weird. It's awful. And then... But also, if I don't message you for three days, don't be like, you hate me. Right. No. Oh, my God, I'm totally... I didn't have anything to say. Really. <laughs> I do that all the time. But along with the, um, you know, with, you know, waiting that three days to message back and stuff like that, at the same time, like, if something's wrong and I'm asking you when something's wrong, if you don't want to talk about it, right now or like ever like just say so mm -hmm. you know like hey not really something i want to talk about right now okay do you ever want to talk about it no all right you know and like i feel like saying that then others should be able to respect that i think respect is something that has gone down a little bit in relationships as well like respect mm -hmm. for your significant other uh or more respect is demanded as as the baseline nowadays and not everybody meets that yeah i think comparatively to some of the like old-timey relationships that you you hear about or see like we would not consider everything that happened in the 40s to be respectful in a relationship no no we would not but that's the baseline now like if you can't meet the new standard where you actually treat people like an equal human being and not right. like this is the female part of the relationship, this is the male part of the relationship, like, then you're going to get called out for it, or it's it's just not going to work right now. Right, and, uh, you know, and that's that's my big thing. You either want this relationship or you don't, you know? And I, I personally feel like when you're in a relationship with somebody, that's your agreeance to share a life. Sure, you still have your own separate lives, but there's not, like, you know, a brick wall in between them. You're, you're walking side by side and sometimes you need to be on the one person's path and sometimes you need to be on the other person's path. And I feel like unless your significant other is being really controlling, which I've also experienced and is not fun, but you know, the whole, like, it's my life. I can do what I want argument. Isn't like that shouldn't come into play in a relationship with most things. Because to me, relationship, again, is that agreeance to spend, to, like, co-mingle your lives. You yeah. are not separate entities anymore. And I feel like there are a lot of people that want to be, quote-unquote, in a relationship or claim another person as their significant other, but still do whatever the hell they want. And that's not, that's not right for the other person. Or that has to be what you're both looking for. Right, right. I mean, mm -hmm. I mean there's totally relationships out there where people are like, I'm... What I got going for me is going well, mm -hmm. and what you have going for you is going well, and where they intersect, that's great. But I don't want to, like, completely half this and, like, go half and half on your life. Like, I'm going to do my thing to the best of my ability, you do your thing, and let's just agree to, like, meet right. in the middle there. Right, like, and that open communication is so important. Right. So important. Yeah, but I feel like with dating now, dating is not necessarily a means to a relationship anymore. 
I think dating has become a little easier. And because of that, it's become a little more frivolous. So, so like, dating's become easier, but finding a relationship yeah. is not. Right. Okay. And I think part of that is because in order to get that date, you have to kind of sell yourself to someone in a positive light. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to, like, go into a date with, like, this is what I want. This is what I'm looking for. Like, it's really hard to lay that down because there's a, like, you know, there's that feeling of, like, am I coming on too strong? Is this yeah. Is this person even thinking about, like, a second date mm-hmm. right now? Or are they just trying to, like, see if we have basic common interests? Like, like where does that come in? Right. Um, but, like, you know, your About Me section on Tinder is usually, like, I like these shows. Right. It's, like... Or it's, like, a single office quote. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's basically trying to pry some response out of the other person more than, hey. Right. Like, the more About... Than, hey. Yeah. It's, that's literally what your About Me section is. It's, like, here are things you can start talking to me about so that I don't have to look at the word, hey. Right. In my inbox. Right. And if you send it to me, I am not going to respond. Hey, man, I... And, and like, along with that, like, you should just put that in your profile. I will not answer to hey. Yeah, but then you come off as rude. I don't think so. I think... I would rather... But that's me. I would rather come off as rude to the people who want to play that hey game than play that game and not, like, when I don't want to. Right. But that's me, you know. So, what do you think is a really good... Like, what do you think is an optimal first date in order to explore those necessary things for, like, a legit... I'm talking a legit first date. I'm not I'm not talking about, like, hey, you want to go get a drink and see where the night goes? I'm talking, yeah. you have interest, they have interest. You're going on a date to get to know each other. I mean, I always think the first date should be food. Okay, okay. Um, because, well, multiple reasons. Uh, let the... On the comedic side, if you can't stand how the other person eats, you should know that early on. <laughs> That's true. If That's someone true. is like a heavy chewer and you have a sound sensitivity to it, like, get out. <laughs> get out early. Okay. okay. Um, but also just like knowing that you're going to be able to find like food in common with someone else. That's important to me. Like, right. I don't want to go through that argument with someone of like, I like every style of cuisine what do you like right and they're like "Mm, butter (laughs) sometimes like no i'm not i don't want to like have food incompatibility with someone that's very important to my life i feel that okay especially because i like to cook and i don't like to cook the same thing twice so if i'm gonna cook dinner you better eat it (laughs) (laughs) you better eat it i'm not cooking for just me and then, like... So then, should it be a home-cooked meal, or should it be a go-out kind of a meal? Or does it not matter? It's the same. Uh, I think first first date, probably go out. Yeah. Um, if you're comfortable with someone... Especially if you meet them online or something. Oh, right. I feel like a public... Yeah, a public I mean, location. It always goes back meeting. to, is this person a robot, a catfish, or a criminal? Like, right. meet them in public, mm-hmm. because very 
it is very likely they are one of the three. Right. What I really like about smartphones actually and like having them in our generation is you can always, always there's always somebody, whether you have a Samsung or an iPhone, that you can just like share your location with and be like, hey, yeah. I'm going on a date and I think he's okay. But just in case he's one of those guys that seems like he's okay, but he's really a mass murderer. Watch my location. Oh, <laughs> you know what else is great? What? If you, and this, I know this works on Android. I'm not positive about iPhone. Okay. But... If you go onto Google Images, you go into the settings, the three dots in the corner, and you you click desktop site. So you have to you have to request that you go to the desktop version of the site, mm -hmm. which is why I'm not sure it works on iPhones. I know Google, that Android can do this. Okay. You can upload a picture, and it does a reverse image search. So, if someone is using a an Instagram picture from someone else to catfish people. You can reverse image search and it'll show like, oh, this is a famous Instagrammer. Interesting. Or this is a famous person from this place. Like, so if someone's using a celebrity or an influencer's pictures to catfish, you can reverse image search their picture and check if they're real or not. I did not know that. Yeah, and I don't is. know. I have no idea if iPhones can do it. I'm not sure. I'm not gonna check right now. Maybe that's fine. <laughs> um, but if you if you wanted to do that and you have an iPhone, you can send that picture to your computer, and oh, that's you a good can idea. just use it from your laptop or computer. That's um, smart too. It feels paranoid, but. It's... I I mean, I was always taught as a kid the buddy system, and with the ridiculousness of the world we live in, that just keeps getting reinforced over and oh, over yeah. again, I even mean... if it is a long-distance buddy. You know, like, if I feel I'm adult enough to go on a date and not need somebody sitting next to me hand in hand, right? Mm -hmm. But there is at least one person that I want them to know where I am exactly at that moment in case something happens. Right. The, because like... the likelihood of something happening has, like, tripled. Yeah, I mean... It's it's one of those things where it's like you don't want everyone to know that you're that paranoid person. Mm -hmm. So you don't bring it up in everyday conversations, but this is our podcast. So mm -hmm. I'm not I don't hold back. Um. Um, <laughs> so like, you know, you should have someone that knows where you are. Mm -hmm. You should have a code set up mm -hmm. where if you need to get out of a situation, you can text something and they'll call you and say like, oh, I got to go. Or you should have like. An emergency text thing or mm -hmm. emergency um i mean we my family has the life 360 app right. where we can all see each other's location right. there's an emergency button on that app so if you find yourself in a dangerous situation you can open the app click the emergency button and it sends a an alert to everyone you're connected to very interesting very and interesting. it has your location on there so it's recorded i mean We've never had to use it, but it's there. Yeah, but it's and nice to have. So I, um, there's there's things that everyone should do. Yeah. And keep yourself safe or at least, like, you know, make sure that you you don't do something stupid <laughs> and no one knows about it. So like, speaking of something stupid, um, so I think that a really good first date is always, like, food and an activity or activity mm -hmm. and food. So, like, if it's nice out, mini golfing and dinner or the other way around. You know what I mean? Something where you're doing something and it's fun and it's interactive and then you're sitting down and talking to everybody. Um, so I did go on one Tinder date and it was the one that like went really well and we talked the whole time and then it just wasn't a click and we went to dinner and then he actually took me flying. 
in like a little two person like he flew flyer plane yeah like he flew and when i came home and told my family that they were like are you stupid and i was like nah yolo yeah <laughs> but so like part of me was like am i really about to get in a plane with somebody that i met from tinder and the other part of me was like when am i ever gonna get to fly in a tiny plane over my own hometown again yeah. and it was a christmas time so i got to see like the light show that we know in our right. area really well from the sky see, and stuff. that's oh. with risk calculation in my head like gone. no i think that's fine oh okay see some dancing is fine and other people me, did not let me put I it this way it's probably safer to get in a plane with someone than it is to get in a car with somebody <laughs> probably because probably. one it's they're not going to be able to take you somewhere like off the grid yeah without being noticed everyone would see a plane oh yeah well that's the thing like plane regulations and stuff you have to you need radio permission to enter different atmospheres now and two there's no way that someone can like pull the plane over and take (laughs) advantage of you like they (laughs) they have to be paying attention to what they're doing (laughs) and if they make a mistake or like they freak you out in some way, they are also in as much danger as you (laughs) because that plane crash is not going to go well for both of you. That's true. So I would probably get in a plane before (laughs) I got in a car with someone. So uh, I was just kind of YOLOing it, but I did do that thing where, like, I texted my best friend and I was like, hey, like, I am going on a date with this guy. Snapchat stories. And that's the thing. And I shared my location with her. And then... Selfie with the plane. Right by the number, the license plate. And I told him too before we went up in the plane, and he was like, he was like, "You're sure you're comfortable this with this?" And I was like, "Absolutely, I'm excited." But let me warn you, I am to text somebody that we are getting on the plane, and I'm to text somebody when I get off the plane. Mm-hmm. And if that text does not come, they will hunt you down and kill you. And he was like, "Respectable," and right. I was like, "Good. I'm glad we agree." Yep. And then I did exactly that. I texted her as we were getting in the plane, and then I texted her as soon as I got off, and she was like, "Okay." Mm-hmm. You know, but don't stop sharing locations. And I was like, oh, I'm not until I'm back in my own home. And, you know, he, it's an extra level of security that doesn't always save people. But, like, it made me feel a lot better. You can also, through Facebook Messenger, you can start a message with one person and you can share your live location. Oh, interesting. Um, don't do it with a group. <laughs> um, because you are sharing your live location with everyone. But... I know someone did that in our Pokemon chat before oh they my God. they shared their location to show where a, a, a Pokemon rainbow, was, yeah. and it was their live location. So as they were moving, it kept going with them, <gasps> and so we had to message her and be like, uh, turn it off, turn it off, and she was like, how? And we're like, well, I don't know, you turned it on, <laughs> I don't know how to turn it off, but yeah, it's like, you don't want to broadcast to a hundred people. Oh my god. <laughs> when you don't know all the hundred of them yeah, very personally. Of course. Oh my god. That's, that's a community terrifying. group. Like <laughs> But yeah, but if you can start one chat, share your live location, and then if they it really need to find you, like it's already there. You don't have to go on and share it again. You can just be like, help, and then they know where you are. Right. Right. Yeah, fun things to do for paranoid people. Fun I things. mean this is these things running through my head is also why I, like, really don't date <laughs> Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I overthink uh, everything. Oh, I got pretty lucky with, um, with Kevin. Um, but, so, one of the things that we'd mentioned earlier was, um, 
that we think that dating, even in a relationship, should never stop. And I personally think that that's one of the crucial points of keeping a relationship alive is continuing to plan activities for between the two of you is there anything that you think is like a necessity in a relationship that helps with its sustainability and strength besides food because <laughs> i already talked about that um i definitely think there has to be something that you do together i mean that's what i'm looking for mm-hmm. you don't have to do everything together but like, if you both like to play video games and you can play games together, mm-hmm. or if you both like the same movies and you, like, want to talk about the movies together, or you're both reading the same genre of books and you want to, like, have book discussions, like, there has to be some interest that you can do together. You mm-hmm. can cook together. You can uh, travel together. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that when I look at some of my friends the most successful relationships I can usually tell the thing that they do together at least like what they put on Facebook like I know my friends that jam together musically I know my friends that go out and try different beers together Mm -hmm. I know my friends that are relationships that travel all the time Mm -hmm. or go to concerts all the time like I know I have one friend who recently got married and I see her and her husband at every 21 pilots concert <laughs> and i the last one me and my friend went to um because we go to any one we can mm-hmm. we didn't know that they were going to be there and all of a sudden someone just like grabs my shoulders <laughs> and i was like whoa what's going on and i turn around and it's this friend i was like oh my god i should have known you were gonna be here and it, it had just been they hadn't toured for like two years I so you. i totally like wasn't even thinking, thinking like it. i see them at every concert mm-hmm. And it's like, so I, I, you, when a relationship has something where both people just like have that shared interest that they can do together, Mm -hmm. that I I see those as the strongest ones. Yeah, no, I agree with you. And I also think it's really important for significant others to give what the other person is really passionate about doing a shot or find a way to be involved and to help out. And so that, Mm -hmm. you know, they don't feel like you're they're boxing themselves out of what they're doing or you don't feel like you're boxing them out or Mm -hmm. you know um having different interests having different interests keeps things interesting but can also be its own wedge if you aren't open about sharing those things with each other and um that's one like one of the things we love to do is we love to go like do new things together um but like he's all we've also like gone to car shows together because that's what he's super into and he's let me like uh we i've shown him like chick flick movies that i love so much and like Mm -hmm. there are plenty of things that we do together and he's always open to doing new things with me um and there are actually this isn't like this isn't a paid ad but it's definitely going to be like an ad nobody's paying us for anything uh, for anything Um, so if you hear us saying we like something it's because we genuinely like it so i want to talk about um datebox Datebox datebox.com and i love it so it's one of those subscription boxes that you can do and there are a million and four different types of subscription boxes out there one of the things i do when i'm right one of the things i do when i'm out when i'm like bored is i like look up different boxes to see if any of them would Mm -hmm. like you know make my life better they have them for pets for cooking for clothes everything so this one is designed specifically for dates and you get a monthly box and that box 
is specifically designed to you and your significant other based off a survey you answered online and it's a completely pre-planned date um and the dates always include like an activity a playlist to go with the date a snack for you to make together and um and then like uh getting to know each other questions and each of them are completely different and sure some of them are lame and some of them are like oh we totally could have gone and gotten all these things and done this ourselves but at the same time there are things you would never think to do on your mm -hmm. own um and i personally think that those are a great way to like reserve time for each other like mm -hmm. all you have to do with it is be like all right this tuesday of this month is when we're doing our date box right and it's all pre-planned for you and if you need to buy anything it's usually like ingredients for the snack that they can't ship like eggs but most of the time you already have those things in your house so um i think just being like open to that kind of creativity and discussing those kinds of options with your significant other can really help keep things going because it's a change up, you mm -hmm. know? And some, some relationships need that need change up. Some relationships also need to stay exactly the same all the time. And if that's what you're both happy with, that's totally fine. But I also think that that needs to be made very, very clear to your significant other, you know? Mm -hmm. Like I have the amps and because of that, I'm really fatigued all the time. So I had to make it very, very clear to Kevin, especially when we moved in together, that sometimes I take naps and sometimes I think they're going to be an hour. And then in reality, I fall asleep for four. <laughs> right. And um, and I could get an entire night's sleep the night before and I will still need that nap sometimes. And you're either okay with it or you aren't. And it goes the same thing for like, you know, doing different things like maybe maybe you're really into the gym and your significant other isn't it's part of your routine and your style that you go to the gym three or four times a week and they need to be okay with it or they're not and that needs to be discussed and you just looked at me like yeah but that's not me i don't go to the gym three or four times a week the thought that went through my head was if anyone says they're really into the gym they're lying to themselves. <laughs> <laughs> they're trying to convince themselves to be really into the gym and they're like i love it i love I it love endorphins it. i love it it's it like hurts. when something goes bad at work and you're like i love my job oh, i love my job you just like keep telling yourself like things are good i love this job i love my job so you don't mess it up and ruin it uh, <laughs> yeah no i uh I mean, that's colored by my personal bias of always being in pain for three weeks after I go to the gym once. Like, <laughs> my body does not recover. People are like, drink milk, protein shakes, all this stuff. I'm like, I'm eating chicken like no other. I'm drinking these shakes. Like, no, you're just, still hurts. You're just not designed to... Uh... I am fatigued and sore. I'm fatigued and sore. Oh, my goodness. Um, For the three seconds of endorphins I got <laughs> at that <laughs> machine, like, not worth it. Have you ever had, like, a really bad date experience? Really bad date? Mm -hmm. Uh, um, I'm trying to think. I mean, I, I don't think I ever had, like... A, I had one a date from hell. While you're thinking about it, yeah, I was ahead, I'll, I'll... <laughs> I was visiting an ex while he was up and away at school, and um, you know it was college, so we were all drinking and stuff. Um, long story long story short, I ended up somehow in the night. Um, he threw up in my hand, and then I had to help him wash up in the men's only bathroom in his part of the dorm, and the keep the 
M A or what R A I meant the R M A Jesus R-A. Christ the yeah. uh, R A came in and was like um is everything okay and like I was wasted and he was wasted and so was everybody else and we were all and I was like yeah 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 uh, food poisoning we went out for dinner tonight and like I'm taking care of him and I was also wildly drunk and it was it was definitely um yeah a good time um okay so <laughs> we had already been dating for probably three three months at mm-hmm. the, the time. Okay. But I went to Philly to meet uh, my boyfriend at the time for Aaron Express. Oh, I love the Aaron Express. And he and his friends had been drinking since, like, noon, and I had something in the morning, so I got there at, like, three. Okay. So... I find them on the street, uh-huh. and his friend just hands me a water bottle and goes, catch up. <laughs> so I I think it was, I think I started with peppermint schnapps, like that is how, the quality of what I was drinking. Mm-hmm. So I like drank that, and then we went and like got some drinks at a bar, and then we went back to their apartment and, and drank something with gin in it, and then we went out and I had another, I had like a beer or something. And then we go back to the apartment, and I just turned to them all, and I was like, I'm going to go get sick right now. <laughs> you all want to keep going? Go ahead. But uh, I, I can't. And they were like, oh, you're going to be okay? I was like, I'm, we'll find out. But uh, bye. <laughs> and I was, I was getting sick for probably six hours. Oh I had God. like... Probably some alcohol poisoning. Damn. It was like, I don't want to describe it because it's gross. After after the first, like, two times you get sick there, yeah. your stomach's empty. Yeah. And then it's just, like, much just bile. bile. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. But that was my night. And he was sweet. Like, he... <laughs> he was sweet. He, like, brought me water and, like, you know, checked up and, like, I was just like, please don't just, like spend your entire night staring at me doing this like I don't care what you do like go take a nap or whatever but like no oh my god and his friends were probably out for another like few hours but I was not able to keep up with them (laughs) I just had like I I have a weak stomach when it comes to most alcohol and especially like cheaper alcohol that has like like grain alcohol grain liquor like oh yeah I I can't I can't drink it fast, and yeah, no. So that was a that was my, one of my first experiences getting that getting that sick. drunk. Oh, that that's was bad. So fun. And yeah, that was a that was a memorable <laughs> date. But so I was what? the memorable one on that you end. You were the memorable one. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I made it to the bathroom and took care of myself for the most part. Hey, that's great. As somebody who has taken care of yeah. many a people once they've thrown up. Me too. That is... I'm usually the one taking care of people. Me too. I'm always mom in this situation. Oh, yeah. In Unless college, I'm with Jenna. Jenna's mom, always. But. In college, I was like the DD and the dad. Like, <laughs> I was just like, you guys drink. I'm the. I'm going to be fine. And I'll drive everyone home and make sure we're all alive in the morning. <laughs> so on that note, let's we're going to wrap up this episode. Gentlemen, yeah. if you are looking for a dad-like fantastic figure, <laughs> Daniel is on the market. <laughs> and we're going to leave you with this question, one of the ones we asked each other during this episode, which is, 
you know, um, what is a quality in dating that you think is really important for a sustainable relationship? And uh, what's an interesting or fun or different date idea that either you've gone on or you'd like somebody to take you on? Oh, let's get let's get more interesting than that. What is your favorite pickup line? What is your favorite <laughs> pickup line? So that we don't have to drown in a sea of hay. <laughs> <laughs> my personal favorite, if I could share my personal favorite pickup line ever, my favorite pickup line ever er, is is how much does a polar bear weigh? Enough to break the ice. <laughs> Oh, that's that's something. Um, that was one of my personal favorite cheesy pickup lines. Uh, you got one. Well, this is one that my friend used to use to see if girls had a a sense of humor, um, and I used to yell at him all the time for using it. Uh, so he would go, "Do you own a hot dog cart? Because you sure know how to make a wiener stand." Oh my god. <laughs> Oh my god, that's awful. It is. And then my response is always, you are literally the worst. <laughs> I would he... not respond positively to that pickup line. No, but no. then he would know that you two didn't share the same type of humor and that would be that. <laughs> yeah, he would not respond he positively. He normally did not message that to girls that he actually wanted to date. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> it was like, he was like, kind of practicing how to talk to people <laughs> and was like what happens if I open up with this and, that's the uh, kind of pickup line that you that you tell somebody when you're like two or three dates in and you're oh, like yeah, yeah. hey want to hear one of my worst pickup lines and then yeah. you say that he and it would be like he'd be like well I wasn't 100% about this girl but if she responds positively to it then we're probably gonna have something to talk about <laughs> <laughs> and I was like you know what I'm sure it'll work for you <laughs> well uh, thanks for listening sure guys <laughs> thanks for listening guys uh let us answer those questions for us let us know what you think please review us on itunes follow me on instagram at gabrielle Bellardo. and me on instagram at danfeld search us on facebook and um yeah facebook and at spotify m-i-l-l-e-n-n-i-a-t-i-n-g and uh tune in next week bye peace out